don't adjust your headphones. This is still the art of giving up, and I'm still your host, Steven, but doing things different, switching up the music. Still going to give the shout-out to my boy Alex Bondrev and Danny out there and conversing with oceans, but doing something different. I, again, am joined by someone in the second seat, Chandler Phillips. Hi, everyone. My name's Chandler Phillips. And you're not funny. Oh, okay. I have a question for you. Yeah. That's, well, that's a heavy intro to give me. It, it is. All right, it go. is. I have a question for you. What's your question? You ready for this? Hit me with it. All right. Was that in good taste? <sighs> Nothing ever is. We're gonna be doing things a little different sometimes. All right. We're gonna be we're gonna be mixing things up. This isn't really a departure from the format, but every other week for now, he and I are gonna be meeting and we're gonna be kind of going out there and really trying to see what we can build and what we can do and maybe just maybe it'll turn to something else i'm just asking asking if uh that's in good taste and the answer is always is always no it's always no it's always no so we're here and uh drinking hand we're drinking um drinks and hand what do we got today well, uh, well we're we're rocking that IPL, the India Pell Lager by Jack Savvy. I don't know if you know this. This is dope. Jack Savvy, 26. No, we're not. I mean, they want to sponsor us. I'll take that money, but you know, <laughs> that is not happening. You have to bleep over every time you say their name. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is like, yeah. bleep. No, Jack Savvy. Hold on, just so you can get the, the textual. Mm. It's an India Pale Lager. Right, they only produce lagers. Lagers t- tend to be a little bit lighter. Um, this one I think is six point eight percent. This is yep. Right, they can be no one stuff. You know, they tend to be between four and seven. They tend to be very light. The right? the IP lagers. No, just the lager period. Oh, just lagers in general. Yeah, yeah. But because this is an IP lager, they wanted to get like the heavier kind of body with a lot of the hops. You know, so it's very hoppy. Mm-hmm. It's very tropical. It's it's like it's honestly like a lager masquerading as a hazy IPA without the hazy part. Almost a little bit of goss in there too. Like with the tropicalness, I see that it's going for a real. This I know you don't drink the IPAs because in the IPA in the IPAs with the hazy, it's all the citrus, it's all the mm. tropical, it's all the pineapple. I hear you. You know that's that's what IPAs are all about. It reminds me of a uh, longboard. What or of a. Uh, of yeah, a, of the, a longboard? Mm-hmm. That's a stretch. They're, well, you're, you're reaching. I I do yoga, so <laughs> what's the big wave? Is oh, big wave, big wave by Kona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kona yeah. is the brewing company. Yeah, I'm and big, yeah, of. yeah, yeah. It's big it's wave really is what yeah, I'm, that's, I was thinking of. Yeah, it's a, it's an IPA. Okay. On the blue can, it's super nice. I like it. It's very tropical. Mm-hmm. It's not as actually as hoppy as this. Yeah. So and having so we used to have this on tap, but now. That I've had it again. This is hoppier than I remember. It's almost a little too hoppy. Almost. Almost. It toes the line. I guess it hops on it. It hops on it. So, I brought you here because I want to talk about some serious shit. Oh, all right. right. Let's get into it. I want to talk into some serious shit. I want to get into some topical news. No better drink to have getting into serious shit than a tropical ipple. Than the drink of the people. Because that's us, we're the proletariat. Rise. Take down 
take down the masters. I agree with you up until you say this is the drink of the people. <laughs> I mean, this. I agree. You know, down with the bourgeoisie and all that jazz. How do you say the bourgeoisie? Bourgeoisie. Okay. Like with a capital Z E E. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, Don't want to get zucked, right? <laughs> <laughs> but is this really the drink of the people? Is this the people's champ? Can you smell what Jack Abbey is cooking? <laughs> All right, so listen, 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 listen. All right, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I definitely have decided that doing this every other week is something that we're going to do for now is because we're, we're building a rapport. We're not just you and me. No, no, no. Because you're coming into something special with the audience. Because I have a very special, very amazing audience. And I don't want white man just coming in here just ruining things. Just colonizing your audience. <laughs> colonizing my audience. Oof. But, you know, I definitely want to keep it a little lighthearted. But kind of, unfortunately, there's a lot of things going on. that, And, and you don't know this because you don't listen to the podcast because nobody does. But whenever something tragic happened when I first started... I used to make like a special episode, you know, because I used to do it on Mondays and then on Wednesday I'd have a special episode and be like, there was a shooting today and I'm so, so sad. And now you just have way too many special episodes. And now I just don't, I don't do any. Oh. Because I'd be, I'd be doing one every day and. Yeah. And. You'd never get anything done. I wouldn't because people are being sex trafficked and people are being shot, Mm -hmm. you know? Sounds like a Wednesday to me. Yeah, I, I, you know, it happens everywhere. It's not just it's not just the U.S. having issues. I, you know, so I just saw a story in some country where most of the people are white. I think mm. it's in Norway or Denmark. Yeah, it's probably uh, Norway. I think it was Norway. I, I think that's. I think in, I know in Oslo is in Oslo, mm-hmm. right? Where someone goes into a mosque and they're gonna they're gonna shoot the people in the mosque they went there with the intent to of doing harm i like how the, the, the response from the government is we're seeing we're going to check to see if this was a terrorist attack if this had any kind of motivations you know uh, but apparently this guy goes and he goes into the mosque and an older gentleman tackles him and actually takes him down mm-hmm. and i don't know if you heard this did you hear this did you did you see this did you hear about I this i've read a headline or two he actually killed his sister mm-hmm who was like adopted sister? She was like Chinese, and I like before not... he went, he yeah. killed her. Yeah, All right. He goes to this place to like mow down these innocent people, mm-hmm. and I, 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 you know, there's nothing funny about it. Lots of things are funny, like I, you know, here's the thing: there are things that are funny, like gun violence is funny. Gun violence is funny. It can get funny. Everything is funny. Everything has its funny. But yeah, I find it hard to find like when people are sitting in a safe space, comfortably relaxing with people that they care about, where they feel safe. I mean, well, you know what? What am I saying? Because people, nobody's nobody's just sitting there like, man, I'm uncomfortable right now. If somebody came emerging me, I'd be fine. You know, but. You know, real safe spaces, and people are just coming in, and they're just like, "I'm going to do you harm." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only when you're not expecting it, but like when when you go into the mosque and you leave your shoes outside, and like 
You you really leave everything at the door. You put yourself in a pretty vulnerable position. <laughs> you know, and no matter what you feel about any of those things, religion or any, just going and mowing down these innocent people, ain't nothing funny about that. Mm-mm. What's funny is how often it happens. Is it? Is it funny how <laughs> often it happens? No, it is I, I, funny. I, I still hold on. I don't on. know if I can stick with you on on that funny. I mean, it I. Is. I'm starting to see where there might be a little vein of humor. Okay, the vein. I'm going to tell you what happened. Okay, so I'm laying there, right? I'm laying, and I hear, like, somebody goes into... Now, again, I'm not going to... I don't even know where these things happen. Do you know why? Because there's so many mm-hmm. that, like, I'm just confused. And they happen every right? day. <laughs> so, and sometimes know... they even happen in not-white countries. Oh, just right. imagine. Oh, all right, hold on. Uh, so Dayton, Ohio mm-hmm. was Walmart, right? Or was that El Paso, Texas? El Paso was, was, was Walmart. Walmart. Okay, so El Paso, Texas happened. People, somebody out there is being like, well, he's so unempathetic. He doesn't know exactly where these innocent people were mowed down. I'm sorry that these two things happened less than 12 hours, and so I conflate them and I'm confused as to which one happened when. It's hard to keep track of all these murders. You know, right? So, like, you know, I hear this thing and it's terrible. And I'm like, wow, people are in Walmart. I don't go to Walmart. So I don't feel that. Th- when people were like, when, Aurora, when the Aurora shooting happened, I felt so, I was I was going to see Batman the next day. So I, I felt personally attacked. <laughs> <You> felt personally. <laughs> but the Walmart thing happened. And I was just like, I don't, I don't go to Walmart. So like, oh, I'm so sad. It doesn't apply to you. <laughs> you know, I feel, I don't. It had nothing to do know. with the fact that it was in El Paso, Texas, where no one wants to go anyway. Right, but on know? top of that, it's a Walmart. And, right. you know, but you know, I hear this thing, this, this distressing, sad thing. Right. And I'm like, all right, okay, this is distressing. And I, I watch it, and I'm sad, and I watch Anderson Cooper talk about it, and I'm distressed. I go on Reddit, and I look at the post, and they're like, don't, you know, blah, 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 and I'm reading the... And then I watch some YouTube, and I watch Good Eats on Cooking Channel Go app. Because I'm sad, but I don't live there, so... I'm I'm sad, but I you know I I don't want to. But you still want to know how to make a souffle, or yeah, at least like, know the science. Well, I was that watching the episode it. called "The Fungal Gourmet." It's a really good episode, season two, episode three or two. Uh, it's called "The Fungal." I love Elton Brown. Anyway, this was, we're talking about things that matter, like people die. It doesn't tie back into the whole no, shooting thing. No, you know, okay, I mean, you die and you go into the ground, and I don't know you back to the earth you're really stretching now. <laughs> yeah. so you look at it right and i was like okay this thing happened but whatever so i go to sleep and i wake up and i you know read it and i was like the mass shooting and i didn't look at it because it's the same one i'm like i already know the news that happened about it and it's sad but i was wrong oh psych <laughs> psych somebody else number. just somebody else decided to go and kill some more innocent people like, it's almost played out at this point. It's, t- it's a little tacky. <laughs> it's a little tacky. You know, I'm going to attack you personally, but because, you know, this is video. Nobody can see you, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you know this, but you're white. Oh, shit. And I kind of wonder, like, oh, man. my parents are going to be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying, I mean, you, you look a little bit like a school shooter. <laughs> Just a little is bit. Is it because I have a gristly ass beard? It is the you know what you, and the crazy. You eyes. could be if you had, yo, you look like one of those kids who's radicalized by fucking Islam, 
like you look at like those kids who gets like the beard after like they read so they go in fucking Al Jazeera uh-huh. and they see that like they not even rack they just go to Al Jazeera and they see that bad things happen in the Middle East and they're like you know what this is wrong <laughs> <laughs> fuck fuck America <laughs> and you think you think I have enough of an appearance uh, from going from a Jewish suburban kid from California to full on uh islamic state uh supporter well it's even worse because you know apparently not it, you don't even have to you know islam was the real threat we all thought right mm-hmm. but apparently it's suburban white kids those white, are the real threat you know if, if we've learned anything <laughs> their body counts are through the fucking roof okay. so i want you to I'm, I'm i'm curious about your personal opinion as a white person, right? Mm. And I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll, I was gonna say don't make any jokes, but you're not funny to begin with, right? I, I, I want to know how you feel seeing people who look like you, because like here's the thing, I know it's a different experience. I see people who look like me when they're murdered or when they do something. I feel some kind of way. I really do. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. <clears throat> I see someone who looks like me on TV. And I kind of empathize with them or I feel sad or I feel angry right. at their actions because I see myself in them. I, I'm not, I mean, you don't have that, that kind of pseudo autistic look that, right. that the, these people had. Not that there's anything wrong with being autistic, but they had the little, they looked a little. Like they had enough focus to kind of shut out the world to write a manifesto. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, but, um. Like how do how do you feel waking up and seeing people who look like you do these things? Oh well, when you put it that way, I guess all I can really say is I see so many other people who look m- like me in other forms of media that, like, really to see that there's some other white kids doing some heinous shit uh, either on the other side of the world or in my own backyard it's not as uh as personally connecting because i don't identify with them as much like there's a lot of representation of white people in the media in case you haven't noticed <laughs> so then here's yeah, i got how do you feel as a might as a oh. minority now i know it's hard because you got the white skin oh but you know i can pass with the best of them you can pass so you have that privilege, mm-hmm. but how does it feel as a part of being part of a marginalized group, seeing people in a place of worship, you know, or being in a place of faith? Because you know you're not particularly religious, but can you imagine? Can you imagine you know your family in a school or like a temple, and somebody just walked? Well, that happened, mm-hmm. and I don't remember where. That, that, That's how distressing that is. Yeah. I don't, Oh wait, which shooting happened in the uh, wait, synagogue? I don't remember. Wait, I think that one was a bombing. Before I say anything, no, it was a shooting. It was a shooting. It was definitely a shooting. Because there were shootings and I remember in, in because churches, the shootings I, in the synagogue. The reason I remember because the the leader of the Muslim community nearby, they came, and the Muslim community was very, very supportive, and helped them out a lot, which I thought was very, very enriching. Mm-hmm. You know, but. You know, you your group of people, your people, your tribe, my tribe has been targeted by this kind of hate before. Like, so how do you like? Does it even affect you? 
when you see this fucking trauma, when you see this terrible fucking things, and then I also want your your brilliant white perspective on like how do we stop it? Oof. Oof. That's a, that's a whole other can of worms that I'm not even going to try to answer right now. I'll get into that a little bit later, but I mean every every, every person, every ethnic demographic has seen some trauma and at some point or another and most of which have also uh been the ones executing but like it's so hard to say that anyone's a complete or any group of people are completely uh blameless or completely blameful like oh here's a so here's a question though seriously do you feel like right now that a real threat it seems weird because like not every white man and we're not talking about systematic racism that's a whole different thing Mm -hmm. but not every white man is gonna pull out a gun and mow down a school full of children right but that's really who's doing it you know and i know that like i have a lot of trauma about 9-11 and it's terrifying and, and you remember the city not even the West Coast, but like mm-hmm. living here, you remember the city covered in dust and seeing the towers fall on top of people that you love and you care about, right? Mm-hmm. So you think about like these, these Muslim people, they were doing it, these terrorists from across the oceans, you know? But like kind of the people you should really be afraid of is, you know, w- w- white kids from suburbia um, who, who, <clears throat> let's go through a list. Girls didn't like him. Mm-hmm. didn't like his mother mm-hmm. so kills a bunch of kids mm-hmm. thought he was the joker or something mm-hmm. right uh then the last two were like immigration immigration right and there's mm-hmm. there's more and they're all young white men they're yeah very very angsty white kids but i don't know if like i should feel like are white men the threat because you think about Columbine, that's like the beginning of this. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Just go back. Go back to what what you said before. Just what? How did you end that that last that last? I don't remember. I think I said. I said. Wait. Should should I really think that white men <laughs> are a threat? Are th- but not just a threat. The threat. The threat. Well, I mean, let's take a little history lesson. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is why you're here. Okay, I'm I'm leaning back. I'm ready. Everyone has been a threat to everyone since the history of time. No, that's true. (laughs) But in this modern age, what we're so people are like, you know, like Neil deGrasse Tyson said on Twitter, it's like, oh, more people die from this, this, and this, right? Mm -hmm. But the likelihood of individuals Mm -hmm. taking a gun. And mowing down. Now, so you do. Now, granted, you see people say, well, these things that happen in Chicago, right? right? The motivation is a little different. Mm-hmm. When you have crimes of passion and crimes of, 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 I would say, that are not racially motivated, that are not actually hate driven, because you go to like Chicago and you get these kids who are disenfranchised and who are locked in these communities 
where they are afraid of so many things and so many things are happening around mm-hmm. them they have no control of. And they lash out at each other. Right. And but that's way different than being like, I hate this group of people. Cause these people aren't really going, I hate black people. And they're not even going that like, oh, I hate the West Street right. people, you know. There's a whole different mentality between that and being like, them damn Mexicans are coming into my country. Mm-hmm. And, or what did, what did the the Dayton, no. Was it the Dayton shooter? One of them had a manifesto. I don't know which I one. Think both of them did. I think, whatever. One of them had a manifesto. And he said, I'm not racist. And that, <laughs> and that everybody's going to tie this to Trump, but it's not his fault. But then everything in it, was the same rhetoric about, you know, the threat of not just immigration, but the threat of like, in- the invasion, the invasion, the invasion. Mm-hmm. And I think people of color are afraid of, they're, they're angry. And even in these, disfranch- they're killing each other because they're afraid of being displaced and they are displaced. But these young white men have some other motivation that I don't really understand. Because I know it sounds weird, but I could really understand somebody in a gang killing someone in another gang because they feel like they're stuck there you know because you go into the projects and the reason and and this is not blanket but i'm about to blanket statement people but i lived this a little bit you know because you don't know i'm black wait what and i grew up in the hood oh god oh boy um oh god when you live in those areas right this is what happens you live there, and your parents live there, and your grandparents live there, and your great-great-grandparents live there, because they couldn't live anywhere else. And that resentment, and that fear, and that anger, and all of that just stays in that area. And it, it's just like, it's a boiling pot of self-hatred, and confusion, and the inability to go out into the world and really feel like you're a part of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I wrote a few blogs and did a few podcasts about small things like, me wanting to go to a coffee shop and not feeling welcome, not because of how much money I made or anything, but because I feel like I didn't look like the people that were in there. Mm -hmm. Right. So those people are in a whole different kind of shit. They're fighting each other because they hate themselves. But these people, because they, it's like a self fucking hatred. They're fucking stuck in these places. And there's something Mm -hmm. That's been perpetrated and continued by them and their grandparents. So and you're saying it's pathological to a certain extent? It is. No, it is. Like, you know, that's why it's sometimes it's very difficult in those kind of areas. And I came from those kind of areas to be to be pulled out of that mindset. And that cycle. You know, and that, it's a cycle mm-hmm. and it's dangerous, but that's really kind of a self-hatred and a kind of, that's not really hating other people because they don't hate their blackness and they don't hate their neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine hating someone because they're Muslim. I can't imagine hating someone because they don't really look like me or because I'm afraid of them coming and taking my job or, or because of some randomness. Okay. But could you picture hating yourself enough to being insecure enough to justifying those? Uh, I would just kill myself. Well, <laughs> I mean, they get there eventually. <laughs> I think we have to look at the uh, 
the uh, common denominator of the two. I'm sure you probably played video games when you were in that situation. Oh, definitely. Of oh, course. and how did you not come out of mur- <laughs> <laughs> See, violence is violence everywhere, and video games are the f- only reason violence exists. In fact, there wasn't even any kind of violence prior to uh, Pong being invented. Did you hear, like, they don't have video games in Japan, and they don't have this problem. Yeah, they don't have any video games in Korea, either. Either of them. Either of them. And you never hear about problems with mass shootings. I just just don't (laughs) know what to do about it. Like, I just don't know how to feel about it. I, I understand where the angst and the insecurity comes from i don't under i don't understand how it gets uh exponentially exacerbated to the point where they actually do something like i understand hating yourself i understand being insecure with yourself and i understand how you project that insecurity onto other groups and other people and that manifests in in to uh very strong opinions in fact the type of opinions that would manifest into a whole manifesto (laughs) (laughs) and like i see how those go from you know first gear to second gear i don't know how to explain how they get all the way to fifth gear with uh the events that we've seen in the news lately so here's a question do you think that Trump has something to do with this. Now, not everybody blames the great demon Trump himself. I'm going to say clearly that I don't blame Trump for every wrong that has happened since he's become president. Mm-hmm. But I personally think that the rhetoric that that he he exposed that he espouses that the kind of the kind of culture that he I'm not going to say you know it's not fair for him to say that because. He is not stupid. He plays it smart enough. He's playing into a culture that's already there. Yeah, he's playing it's not into he's it. He's making up something, and yeah. people are then yeah. adapting this idea. He, you know what? He's actually an he's an ideal centrist. Check this out. Right, this is what he done. This is what he's doing. Hit me with it. Okay, he he really wants to appeal to everyone, mm-hmm. right? But he knows that there's lots of people in the middle states and stuff like that who feel like you know nobody really cares for them right and they hate the elites so fuck the elites because the elites even though they matter the cities that they're in the vote doesn't matter as much Mm -hmm. so he's like okay i want to appeal to the people who work really hard and the industries are failing make america great again bam i also really want to appeal to the subgroups there but i really I don't want to come off as racist. So instead, I'll just I'm, say I'm not racist. I'm going to say I'm not racist. And I'm going to tie in, I'm going to tie in immigration to work mm-hmm. and make it seem like I'm concerned about jobs in America. But I'm using that to leverage the kind of resentment. And, and sometimes, again, like you said, you can kind of understand where people come, go from like first to third gear. Because mm-hmm. if like you live in a place where there was coal and those jobs go away and you see people who don't look like you coming into where you live mm-hmm. and taking your jobs and the people in the West and in the West Coast and the East Coast and like in the capital 
not even in, 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 in Austin, Texas, and in Boston, and in certain states, and certain cities don't care about you, right? It's kind of easy to feel like these people are taking from you. But then you also, because I, I think that, I actually think that's reasonable, and on top, well, and it, and it goes, it's even uh, a shorter jump, like for, for like middle America states where like, it's not even the fact that, that you see new people coming in, new ethnicities and stuff that you're uncomfortable. It could be something as simple as, oh, our town had six burger joints and now there's only four with a kebab place and a sushi place. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know if I feel comfortable anymore. And I actually don't think that's completely unreasonable feeling, but when you have that kind of resentment and anger inside of you and that confusion, instead of having some, like, you know, the president is kind of a moral leader. I made this sound because I kind of of discussed it. The position is that of moral leadership. Yeah, it's it's like, like you really should... I'm not saying we should look No, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We really shouldn't look towards the president. Mm -mm. But... The person who's president has such a huge influence over the masses. Mm -hmm. They really do, right? So you are a farmer, and you are disenfranchised, and you're concerned about what your future is, and blah, 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 blah. I'm not trying to, you know, yada, 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 but you know, yada, yada, yada. You yada it all over my yada. Right. So, like, you look at that, right? And it's just like, okay. But then, maybe one day you meet, uh, you meet... Francesca Cologne and you guys go and have a beer and you talk to her and you kind of like realize that she's also a person and I don't know you she you, French you get like, me. What? <laughs> what? Cologne see oh, that's it's Puerto Rican uh, isn't isn't Cologne in C-O-L-O-N no but it's anyway oh I'm thinking like Cologna no anyway <laughs> so anyway so Francesca or you know and you guys date and you get married and stuff. And, you know, you've had your biases, but you've learned to love big booty Hispanic women and things are okay. Or you're sitting in that same bar and on the TV, the person that you elected or the person that you look up towards is saying that these people are taking your jobs and taking your money and they're the reason why your crops are failing and they're the reason while all these things are happening, you know, you know, so I guess you go home and you complain to your kids. I think, you... why isn't the president of Puerto Rico doing <laughs> something about this? <laughs> the president of Puerto Rico. But I don't understand. I don't know. I swear. I swear. I swear. I feel like it's not fair to ask you because you're white. Like, explain why these white people do these things. But explain why these white people do these things. Why white people be so crazy why sometimes? He's so crazy sometimes. Uh, it's uh, white people are scared. We're just as scared as everyone else. I don't know why I say we're. <laughs> I don't identify with every white person. Gonna be honest, like a whole scared for You know, it's so funny if you're black or like any other like. Like, like, minority, like, weird. It's like, yeah. You said weird, and I was like, oof. Ooh. I leaned back for a second. I was like, oh. I was like, where's the white hood? <laughs> like, mm-mm. I, I can't even throw a weird. That's the stupid thing about white people, is it's not any one specific group. It's, you got waspy people. 
And you got, like, white people who recently came into the fold who were like, okay, we're oh, white enough whoa. now. We're just gonna play, we're, we're gonna play through. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and then you have, the, you actually have the four, the, the, like, the Europeans who just come here who are, like, really confused mm-hmm. as to, like, the racial situation here. And they're like, they're like, I'm just here to, ad- I can't do a German accent or a European accent. You know, you can't do it without full white face. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm laughing too. I can't do it. I can't do it. But I, I'm, I'm assuming it would sound something like, like I don't understand. <laughs> That's wait, wait. You're gonna end up sounding Indian. <laughs> I did for a second. I don't understand. <laughs> you just do the head bobble thing. <laughs> I <laughs> but then, you know what? Even Indians is true. They're like, I don't understand the cultural under- the, 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 the communication here in this country. Because it's true. Like, people come here. I actually know I'm going to tell you a story about this girl, Danielle. Mm-hmm. A, she's a, she was a German black girl. She was Dropping adopted. Names. Okay. She was, she listened to this. Whatever. Whatever. You know why I'm with it. So, oh, she's black. I've known her German. for a long time. She's, she's black. She's German. She was adopted by white, white parents. She came here. Very nice young lady. But she doesn't really understand things. So one day I was on Facebook, and not only don't talk, but I was expressing confusion. Because every time I get on the train, when I used to work right next to the train, right next to my house, I used to always get on the train. And this thing would happen where the bench would always be empty. The same people would get on the train. So I would sit down, and the woman, who was young black woman, who was one seat away from me, not in the next seat, would always get up and go away. And I always noticed that she and all the, and, and I also, I was very frustrated that day because I had an interaction with a white woman who kind of looked at me with such revulsion and I felt really bad. And when I'm on the train, I do these things where like, it's radio, it's, this is like radio, so it doesn't work well. But I used to, I do these things where like, when I'm walking into a crowded train, I keep my hands up so people don't think I'm trying to touch them or take their wallets. I, uh, I distance myself from people in certain ways. I, mm-hmm. I do certain things. Because people look at me. So I was saying this on Facebook. I was like, you know, I feel really stressed out sometimes. You know, and she goes, you need to stop playing a victim. Hmm. Right. And the thing is, is that it's not really her fault. Because hmm. she's not American. Mm-hmm. And it's hard for us, us as Americans to realize that the, Ameri- that the black diaspora. Right. Doesn't really translate to the black experience in Germany. <laughs> you know. But I thought her being an educated person, I could explain it to her. And she told me that I was just being dramatic and I should just suck it up. Hmm. So we're not friends anymore. Well, to that experience, she's she's saying you're playing the victim card. Well, you have to you have to try to understand that was a card she didn't card she didn't know was in the deck. Mm-hmm. And and you were dealt that card card in the first in the yeah. first hand i was born with the victim card yeah like disenfranchised you know <laughs> minority all of it there, there's there are two different card games is what's going on i feel bad trying to vote people with other white people so you're weird i'm gonna forget you said that you're not you're not my weird, my weird? yeah you're weird we you know i just try to identify with people like i say weird <laughs> you and i <laughs> Well, I say As, that with the people who know, listen to this too. Artists. I say we're. I say we're <laughs> to people because you know we're all in this together, and it's it's scary, mm-hmm. and it's hard to really empathize with people who don't look like you or don't have your experience. Even 
being who I am, the way I look, people who look like me, I don't always identify with them. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I grew up in the Bronx, but I didn't listen to the same music my, my peers listened to. So that was a struggle. We all don't magically just understand each other. It requires work and effort. And in a sad way, oh, it's a good thing that nobody listens to this. And if anybody ever really does, shh. I kind of empathize with these people who do these things because it, wait, which people we've gone over a good, the amount. people who do the pow, pow, pow to uh, the innocent the people. <laughs> I want no, you know, so that was, so I want to do that this entire episode. <laughs> I was, brat, brat. Your, your brat was not good anyway. Well, I, I had to, I had to reel it in. I couldn't just throw out a brat, brat, brat. <laughs> I can't brat, even. Brat. <laughs> so pew, I, pew. I, I, <laughs> I, I can't uh, pew pew. <laughs> I feel, I swear, I feel a little empathetic towards them sometimes because there have been five minute periods of my life where I've wanted to hurt myself, uh-huh. where I've wanted to hurt others, where I've wanted to do things that if I'd done, I would regret. Uh-huh. And in that five minute, you know what? Probably less than five minutes. I probably would have did it then because five minutes is a long time. In that 30 seconds that, that I considered... little synopsis. Yeah. Of a... In that little period, I did an episode with Feb, and she told me that we did a thing about um, intrusive thoughts. Intrusive thoughts, they sneak up on you. Wait. And... T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S? What? Or T-H-O-T-S? <laughs> thoughts. Thought, like, okay, okay, all right. Thoughts. Not thoughts. Not thoughts. Thoughts. Okay. Um, intrusive <laughs> thoughts. Different. All right. That's what she was. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. I'm done. I swear. Okay. So, um, and she had an inkling to burn herself on her arm with a cigarette. Mm-hmm. And she did it 32 times. Wow. And we've, I, we all, people do this all the People have like, you stand on the edge of the, the platform of the subway and you think, throw myself in front. And it's what, like, what happened? It's like, it's like half a second, you know? Or like you feel like you know we have these things, these thoughts, and I've I've struggled a lot with a lot of things in my life and a lot of anxiety and blah blah all those things, whatever, blah blah blah, whatever, yada yada. yada. Laundry list of yadas, you know. But I feel I felt those sometimes, mm-hmm. and I felt the I really want to do this. I want to do this to myself, and I want to do this to other. I've been angry. Mm-hmm. I want to do something to other people before. Angry, angsty, frustrated. I've, I've been all those things. So in that brief second, I guess I can identify and empathize because some things take you over so much. I can identify with the impulse. That's where it stops. Is the impulse alone? It is that that is though. It's hard because that's the intrusive part of it. But then the justification and the the yeah. further oh because I don't know about like listen. I don't know if you had an argument with someone where you thought punch him in the face. Or oh, like even in there. even if it's <laughs> even if it's minor, they're like you're like, hey, um, can you hand me a pencil? And they go, no, and you think, fucking stab you in a pencil. Yeah, but then you go, what the fuck? That's mm-hmm. oh, I'll go to jail for not for like not having a pencil. We all do that. Like even just working retail, someone asks you a question t- two two times <laughs> too many, and and you instantly just want to see them guillotined. 
either the French style or the MMA style. I, <laughs> either way, you're like, whatever it takes to get you out of my can face I, right now. Can I get this to go? No. No. No, you, you can't get this to go. <laughs> I had someone ask, oh, do you have this refrigerated? I said, yes. They said, can I get it refrigerated? <laughs> and I said, no. Can I Can I get this, please? It's like, um, can I please have? No. No. You can't. You can't have. You can't. No, I, yes, I have a choice in this. Yep. Yeah, I have a choice in this. I'm using my entire agency of being to deny you right now. No. <laughs> but this is, this is such a weird feeling, because, so this is why I was thinking about the Jeffrey Epstein thing, okay? Ooh, hot take. Hold on, because listen, listen. <clears throat> you would think, how a shooting connected to trafficking children? Because... I'm gonna say some something crazy, because I don't feel this. Hit me with it. I don't feel it. This is not me, but I understand. Like, if you were, ugh, it's so disgusting. I can't even say it. <laughs> it's so disgusting. Say it. Say it. If someone was attracted to children, even that, on a, I could, I can understand being attracted to a dog. Okay. I'm going to use dogs because I can't even think of children. Because you can't say children. I can't even. It just icks me out so it's fucking. It's a little that, too It's so uh, disgusting. <laughs> it is. You, you know, can I, understand the, the mental illness of being attracted to things that society and really all impulses should say don't be attracted like, to. Is I, that... I, don't, I get that. You know, like, we all have that also, but, like, to different degrees, mm-hmm. and... <clears throat> like, you ever seen a really curvy blender? <laughs> I can't. You actually said something funny for once. Oh, shit, I can't. I'm, just, I'm gonna not talk the rest of the episode. No, okay, okay, no, listen, listen. No, I get, you know, like, we all do it in a little ways, like... Dating a coworker when you shouldn't. <gasps> Scandalous. Oh, you know. But some of the best uh, office episodes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but in, I guess, I guess like intellectually, I get like, there's like the feeling that you might have having dating a coworker when you shouldn't. I guess, you know, ooh, that was, that was nice. Um, it takes them a little bit longer, mm-hmm. a little further to get to that feeling. So it's like, coworker doesn't do it for them. And they think, um, my cousin doesn't do it for them, so they think, you know, I should do. I should just uh, assault children. That might do it. Well, do you think they're getting off on strictly the taboo of it, or is there like a genuine attraction to children that they're just like I don't know? Maybe they're wired differently. And the reason why I would say no is because there are adults who look like children. That's true. I, I dated my ex girlfriend. My I'm, oh my god, my ex girlfriend was like. Four, five. But would you also judge the person who fucked Gary Coleman? No. Listen. Okay. No. I'm, mm, no. Mm. Okay. Listen. My ex girlfriend. She was like four, six. Right. It's very tiny. But she was proportionately. She was just a very petite. She had like lupus. She was very awesome. Mm-hmm. Her immune system wasn't great, but she was a gorgeous young woman, and she was actually proportional she's very curvy you know she was right she was she was thin she was a she was a very thin woman just the way i like my blenders oh boy. <laughs> she was uh she was thin she was she was relatively fit 
but she was busty for a short woman not too busty she didn't have like big breasts for a six foot woman but like for her height she was like curvy and stuff uh-huh, uh-huh. but like she used to wear comfortable like big hoodies and stuff i went to my friend house my friend's house and he was like a 30 year old uh ukrainian dude who didn't have a job and lived with his mother uh-huh. and she was like roman roman why do you have his name would be roman <laughs> yeah. she's like why do you have friends here why do you have friends here you know get job you know do nothing right she goes she looks at me and she looks at my ex and she goes and you why your little brother out so late you know, take him <laughs> home because he was she was because she was wearing a big hoodie, and she did you know like, you know, and like, I think oh, she, she was a very very beautiful, very awesome person, you know, mm-hmm. but like, and I mean, she definitely didn't look like a child, but like she didn't look not like too far from a fucking child, mm-hmm. you know. She was a very petite person, and she deserves love. And there are lots of short people and tall people and fat people. And you can find people. And if you really wanted somebody who was flat-chested and flat-assed and fucking four feet tall, you can find them over 21. You but know? do they love Thomas the Train? <laughs> you know? Nearly um, as much yes, as you do. because daddy kinks are a thing. That's and shit, you literally can find people can who find do that. It. There's message boards for it. You know, FetLife is a thing. Wait, what is it? FetLife? What is that? Get into that. This is a kink website. You're gonna get. We're gonna. We're gonna come back to Delve that. Delve right into that. We're gonna come back to that. <sighs> but I'm gonna put that off to the all side these now. things. Put a pin in it. You know, and all these fucking things. You, I understand, like wanting to do shit. You know, mm-hmm. but like, if you're angry, play a video game, punch a wall, mm-hmm. don't kill people. You That's know, probably a good. Uh, well, you can virtually kill people. That's. I don't even get. I actually, especially, don't get child porn. If you want to jerk off the children, fucking go on Pornhub and look up flat-chested milfs, or look up really petite, flat-chested adult women, and pretend or men. and or men and pretend they're children in your head. I don't fucking get it. Or you do what another sect does and watch anime porn. Th- there you fucking go. Like I, I just drawings aren't victims. I I really don't fucking get it. I don't understand. But then, Jeffrey Epstein, this is where we got started. Mm. Fucking killed himself. Yep. And that shit's a setup. Oh, that that, that shit ain't, ain't legit. But there's one thing about it that I, I was wrong about. Everybody's like, oh, you know, Suicide Watch, Suicide Watch. He was off of Suicide Watch two weeks ago. Oh. You know, so he could have killed himself. And he probably did. But, like, why did he kill himself? Because he did it. Well, it was probably because of Deadshot and Harley and Killer Croc. Oh, my fucking God. And the other guys. This, you're Jewish. He's Jewish. You you have to have Epstein. Epstein? Are you saying that we're, (laughs) because we're both loosely affiliated with the tribe? Same tribe. Look, I'm not touching that. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere near that. I, I, I need. I need. I, I need, guess I could. I could retort with saying R. Kelly, though. Um, but like, anybody knew R. Kelly did it. But like, he had the whole sex cult. But he didn't have a private island. Okay, Yet. Epstein was a billionaire. Well, a hundred millionaire Jew. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly was an. Uh, Oh shit! 
what the, I've been drinking too much. What the fuck is the word when you can't read? Oh shit. Illiterate? That, he was an illiterate man. R. Kelly isn't an illiterate. He's literate. He's literate. He's illiterate. He's not illiterate. That's why he lost all his money. You, no, he literally did not handle his own money at all, ever. So they, so that he got robbed blind. He didn't even know about it until a few months ago when he went to the bank. He didn't even know the password into his own account. He went in and found out he only had a few thousand dollars. Cause he... You cannot write the entire Trapped in the Closet series while being <laughs> illiterate. Trapped in the Closet? That you does can. not work. No. Yes, you, you can. You cannot have some... Helen Keller but, cannot read. But she could write. And, and she could speak. And she could speak. That... And she could give speeches, but she was blind and deaf. But R. Kelly was not Helen fucking Keller. Real quick, I want to put a pin in that. Um, when people say Helen Keller was blind, deaf, and dumb, I think it's kind of a dick move to throw dumb in at the very end. She's not dumb at all. No, she's very accomplished. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't even fucking. I can't. I can barely fucking write my name now. Like people are always. Oh, rule of three. So you got to go blind, deaf, and dumb. It's, the dumb part's a little uh, excessive, right? It's kind of a dick move. I need a definitive opinion about white shooters and about jeffrey epstein that's it i'm moving away from the mic i need definitive opinions all right right. definitive opinions here we go hot take hot take time white shooters all right what's more dangerous a registered gun or an unregistered gun they're both shooting the same shit hot take Oh, this is a fucking take this episode might be an hour and fucking 45 minutes because i'm about to i'm about to attack this because I think that the key to the uh, registering and unregistering guns is keeping guns in the future. future New guns. guns getting into the hands of people. Now, I know that there's already a black market, but you can reduce that. I don't know. 3D printers are making that kind of difficult. That's all I'm going to say. But I don't, know if you, I don't know if you know about the technology, but 3D printers, they, most of them, they block that. Really? Oh, I did not know. Yeah, about they that block guy. you from doing that. So you have to. The way they work is, is that like you have to create the blueprints. You could do that in CAD or whatever. And yes, you could even put them on GitHub and stuff. And you could design guns and you can post them, but the printers will not print them. I'm just saying the shit's pretty easy to make when you got the basic engineering down. But but like, here's I, the thing. But but think about this. I want to fucking kill that guy. There, Let there, me go get some things and make a gun. There is a major difference between uh, uh, just having a gun on hand and then having the motivation to make a gun. But also, think about how attached that kid's gonna be to his homemade gun. Like mm-hmm. you've seen Surfs Up. He had such an attachment to his board after he carved the board out of the shell. For those of you listening, Surf's Up is the uh, DreamWorks movie featuring Shia LaBeouf uh, playing a <laughs> an Antarctic penguin who washes up in Hawaii and becomes a surf superstar. Um, hot take number two. Epstein case. There's a whole lot of bullshit going on in there. Can't even touch it. But what I want to know, what the hot take I want to put on there. Is, you know, with all those uh, child sex slave victims, he had to have been trafficking in some bad hombres with the rest of them. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot. 
Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. The, you know what? You know how people say Chris Brown, oh, Rihanna deserved it, and like R. Kelly, oh, he didn't do it. Yo, Jeffrey Epstein fucking did it. There's no, no, he did it. There's some fucking It's way. just a matter of who did he do it for. That's all he, it comes down to. Oh, I'm about to, I'm about to get some enemy. The fucking Clintons? Mm-hmm. You can't even fucking tell me the fucking Clintons are not fucking involved. Bill? Fucking... Or Hillary, you never fucking know. Oh, I could see him, see her getting a nice piece of like sixteen-year-old ass. You never, yo. I she sw- cut her off a piece of one. I swear. Break him off a the little preview fucking of a God. remix. He didn't just kill himself because he was distressed. He was in a fucking prison. He killed himself because either he did, or somebody was gonna. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still hesitant to say whether or not he killed himself. Cause I'm pretty sure he did. They're still looking at the autopsy saying, I don't know, man. There's a lot of evidence here. Fuck, I feel so terrible for all those fucking people. Now, okay, so I'm probably going to go to a mic tomorrow. I just want to know your opinion real quick. Is it, is it in good taste <laughs> <laughs> to make a Jeffrey Epstein joke? Or... <coughs> Are you not supposed to make fun of people who died that recently? So, I've decided, one, that this is a very special episode. Oh, beautiful. I get to be on a very special I love, episode. I love a very special episode. Oh, we're a, so right. special. I love this. I love this. <laughs> you know. Two. And not the bad kind of special, because all the specials are good. Two. <laughs> as long as the joke is about how terrible he is, then it's good. Because he's a piece of shit. Okay. Well, I'm just... Because uh, you're not supposed to make fun of people who commit suicide. I want to hear the joke. Uh, it still needs work. I'm not going to air it right now. Oh, boy. I still have to, to work out the kinks. You know, make sure it doesn't like feet too much. And... It sounds like you'd be on FetLife.com. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I know you've never been there. I'm glad we wrapped back but around to it. We I... were able to get into it just at I the mean, very end. It's a very special episode. So, like, FetLife.com is where people go who are a little bit better than Jeffrey Epstein. But not much. Uh, okay. But that's enough. As long as she's 21, it's okay. 21? I'm, I'm 33 years old. Okay, yeah. You, you're old. <laughs> yeah, I'm 33. I don't know. Ooh, I have a lot of fucking eighteen year old. Actually, nah, I'm, I'm at. Tw- I buy drinks way too frivolously. What, what is I'm, what is it? What is it? Your age, in half plus seven. What? Isn't that what they say? Fuck! If I were to do that now, okay, yeah, I'd still twenty two. Mm. It'd be twenty two for me. Okay, it'd be like twenty. Yeah, you could. You could. I could too, but I wouldn't. Let's go get a drink. I gotta get my fake ID. Yeah, that just seems like a whole speed bump to the entire dating process. Like, I'm not gonna be on my game if we're not drinking. Um, definitely not gonna be on my game if I'm completely sober. So, oh. Which I don't think I've ever seen you. <clears throat> this is definitely... Throw me under the bus like that. This is definitely a stretch. Stretch. What the? Wow, that sounds that sounds really terrible. I'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit some uh 
some uh some beautiful uh some everybody just heard the music over the bluetooth speaker because i was very subtly trying to press the button and turn it up slowly so that it would play in the headphones but it was playing in the background and what's even worse is that they might not have heard it and now i sound stupid well, should we do like a separate take all together? And just... oh no no no! Are you... Cause... Oh no no! All right, we'll just leave it at that. Too much effort. Too leave... much effort. What is it? Sleeping dogs lie or sleep? What... Let sleeping dogs lie. Let. But sleeping dogs never want to just lie. They want lovin's and pets. This has been a very special episode of the Arctic Video. And I have a question for you. Yeah. Was that in good taste? You know, I don't know if that was in good taste. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's, uh, that's up for them to find out. But I'll say that uh, I know that things are hard. And and I know that we're joking, but I feel personally so much empathy for these people who've lost their lives and who are affected by these terrible people doing these shitty, shitty things. And I know how fleeting life is, so fucking do it. Go out there and do whatever it is you need to do. Because you never know, like, we might be Epstein. <laughs> I swear, I swear, I'm about to be serious. I feel so terrible, jeez. These I'm people. concerned what the verb Epstein refers I to. Listen, listen, alright, hold on. Gotta wrap this up. Everyone, please be part of the conversation. Art of Giving Up Podcast at gmail.com. Art of Giving Up on Instagram. DA Art of Giving Up. That's the Art of Giving Up because somebody else had Art of Giving Up. And uh, Art of Giving Up on Facebook. Please. Let, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think about this. Let's, do you think about this pairing? And, you know, usually I leave with some peace, but I'm going to be honest and say that I'm not going to find any peace. Not with all this madness happening. So instead, we're going to leave with the question. Is that in good taste? Fuck, I can't help saying it. Peace. Peace. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I, I turned the music down. I didn't turn the mics down. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, the mics. Goodbye. Here we go. Goodbye. Peace. If I moved